Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. We've got to talk about the fact that the Jewish festivals and, and every festival, it's, it's applies to, to Christmas and Thanksgiving in America. It applies to, to all of these events when family gets together because they want to. They want to gather. They want to celebrate these these uh, milestones and these events together as a family. But it's not always so easy. Sometimes it's a little bit complicated. And when it's complicated, we call in the experts. David Abramson, he's a clinical psychologist in a private practice. David, a very good morning. How are you? Good morning, Howard. And, and just to add, you know, when we get into the car in the morning, uh, my kids say, what is Uncle Howard going to say today? And we, we can't wait. We can't wait to go. So, uh, as long so, as it's uh, not uh, creepy, Uncle Howard, then we're fine, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, no, it makes the, the ride to school just so much more entertaining. And, and as the listener said, uh, just another year of mayhem, please. All right, brilliant. Thank you, David. Thank you for that. Right, but uh, we get, we all gather, and that's what we do, right? Yeah. Where you first night, where you second night, this becomes the language that we all know without needing to, you know, out of context, what does that even mean? Where are you guys first night? You know, where are you guys second night? But we know what this means within our Jewish world. It means where you're going to be for dinners, where you're going to, to and who are you celebrating with. But it does come with a little bit of complications as much as it comes with joy. Take us through that a little bit. No, absolutely. I think I think for me, you know, we're all human beings and we uh, have relationships, we have connections with the people uh, around us and even the ones that are closest to us. You know, we, there can be complications and there can be, as we say, the rebels and, and difficulties and uh, often we're avoiding these things. You know, maybe we're not even talking about the elephant in the room or we, mm, we, mm. we haven't spoken to someone but now it's uh, Rosh Hashanah, um, you know, it's Christmas time, and it's now time to get together. Um, you know, what do you do? What do you do? Right. Because you're going to be speaking to this person, maybe sitting down next to this person. So, so it does in a way, um, and it's so interesting because, you know, the way I understand Rosh Hashanah really is about, you know, looking back and reflecting and, and looking forward. And I think for me the same, you know, can be said as far as, like, religious things are concerned about, do you want to go to show more? Do you want to, you know, what do you want to do from a from a religious point of view? But, but then I think also it's a, it's a great time to reflect and take stock of what you want to do as far as your person-to-person relationships are concerned. Right. So, so, and when it comes to family, I think it's important as well and friends. So when you do think about who you're going to be sitting next to, who you're going to be spending time with, I think it's a great opportunity to reflect and try to understand the relationship and why you feel that way and, and to understand whether you can actually improve it on some level. In a way, we, we should, I mean, surely we need to try and find a way of leaving some of that baggage at the door. How do we do that and just enjoy each other for the sake of it? Because we do get triggered. You know, you get together with siblings and parents, no matter how old you are, and you, you go back to your 11-year-old self in many ways. <laughs> and, you know, you might have your own children, but you find yourself bickering with your your siblings like you're four years old. Uh, it, it's it, It's just such a strange thing, isn't it? I mean, I imagine this is what happens all the time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know, it's like a child and, and, and parents, you know, what I would say it's a good relationship where, you know, they go out and they say, you know, uh, they, they are amazing. People come to your child is just, just the best ever. And, and yes. you say, well, you should see them when they come home. 
Right, and I think exactly. for me, that, that's what we do with people who are closest to us. You know, sometimes we, we take them for granted and we, and we really kind of show our, I wouldn't say true selves, but we kind of let go and we kind of forget that these are the people who are closest to us and these are the people who we need to really... And so, of course, we can be open to them and we can speak to them about um, things, but we also should be careful not to just relax and project all our stuff into them and, 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 and just assume that they're going to be talking to us the following day, no matter how we behave. So I think, I think there's a couple of things, and I always think about going back to COVID, mm-hmm. when we just longed for those, con- those connections. Um, and, of course, that was extreme because we didn't have those connections at all or very little, and how we longed for them. And I think, for me, you know, when we do come together with friends and family, just to, to really reflect back on those times and how, and how we really missed it. But certainly, certainly when it does come to feeling overwhelmed, you know, or being in a situation where, um, you know, where, where we feel it's too much. You know, another thing also is that, is, is that you know, we, some of us are introverts and some of us are extroverts. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you do, and, and really, I just wanted to say, introverts are not antisocial. Introverts just get their batteries charged when they're alone or they... Or they well, well, it's so funny you say that. I'm convinced that that since COVID, I've changed. I'm both. I don't know how that's possible, <laughs> yeah. but, I, but I get energized by people, but I also need quiet headspace uh, to reach. Like it, 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 and I find that quite interesting. No, absolutely, and, and, and you, you fall in the middle. But I think if you are that kind of person who gets overstimulated and feels overwhelmed, um, and, and even at a supper table, you know, kind of because there's a lot of mm, interaction. noise. To go and find noise is to go and, and you know, and there's joy in that. There's unbelievable yes, joy in that. Yes. But I think for if you are feeling overwhelmed, go find a spot. Go have a walk in the garden. And I know it sounds so simple. You know, get up from your from your place and uh, go and you know, take take some plates to the kitchen. Just give yourself some time out. You know, because I think for me, um, you know, certainly some people need that, and 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 I don't think we have to apologise for that. I actually think I think that's such a great idea, and just to just to go into a situation like this, knowing yourself that if you do need to, if you do need to take just a little bit of time out over a, over a meal that is with a lot of people, very noisy, maybe a bit triggering, just get up and, as you say, clear the table a bit, take some plates, go and do something that gives you just a, a, a few minutes of reprieve. And I guess the other thing that 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 well, I mean, I, I guess it's something I, I talk to myself about very rarely succeed. Is I, I don't need, I don't need to respond to everything or be triggered by everything. You know what? It's actually okay to let yeah. somebody say something stupid. It actually is. It actually is okay for somebody to say something ridiculous and for me not to point out the error of their ways. Absolutely. You know, I think for me, you know, it's really about your energy and where you want to put it. And, and, and absolutely, you know, if you want to spend your time trying to uh, get people to understand your point of view or convince them that mm. you have a different point of view and, and you're right, God, that takes a lot of energy. And is it really, really necessary, you know? So I think for me it does. It actually does take though, a lot of maturity to say we see things differently and, and disagree to disagree and we'll change the subject. <laughs> yeah, so I absolutely. Think, I think it, it also really is about where you put your energy. And, and yeah, mm-hmm. David, I'm just aware of the time. There's one more thing sure. that I'd like to raise and, and suggest is to voice gratitude and uh-huh. say, isn't this just 
incredible that as a family we can be together. And this goes back to your COVID thing. And not just think it, but actually verbalize it. Because I think it's such a great lesson for our kids to hear about gratitude and to to hear about appreciation for the simple things of simply being together when, you know what, some of us actually aren't blessed to have our parents around anymore. Um, and, uh, you know, I remember with great fondness spending uh, the Chagim, spending Yontav, and I don't have that with them anymore. So it is worth celebrating the times that we do have with the people around us that we do have around us. And I, and, and, and I do think that that's an important lesson for ourselves, for our kids, for everybody around us. How uh, it I agree completely, and I think for me, you know, when we look at what actually, um, you know, what actually leads to psychological health and, and wellness, one of them is, that, is, and one of the most important ones is that connection, and I think that's what makes, you know, our community very, very special. Um, you know, whether you are, you know, truly uh, orthodox, you know, you mm. all the all the or you don't, we come together and we and we connect, and I think that is. Uh, and I think, as you say, the gratitude and the power of, of you know, that we should have firstly the gratitude and then the power of connecting is just, it's just immense. And I think for me that is such a, such an important point you're making that when we do come together, that we do keep in mind. And we talk about being mindful, just sitting and looking around and saying, thank you. Thank you for the people we have around us. Thank you for what we have. And I think, I think that is, it's such a great mm. opportunity tonight and the next few days we'll be sitting, uh, you know, with family when we're in, uh, when we're in mm. and we are, we, we are with people to say thank you, you know, and to stop and to just be very mindful and, and, and grateful for the people who, who yeah, do so have around us. David Abramson, clinical psychologist, psychologist in private practice. Thank you as always for chatting to us. Uh, I think some great ideas.